When I watch his video, it makes me think that he knows that he's been the subject of a criminal investigation because okay. he has said, I can't talk about it. Yeah. I, I just would like you to start out with, I haven't committed any crimes or stolen money from my fans. Like, I just want you to lead with that. Just lead with that. But, <laughs> you know, uh, what I think a lot of people don't know that attempting a crime unsuccessfully is uh, in the eyes of the law almost as bad as successfully attempting the crime. Hey, this is Matt Cox, and I'm here with Josh, America's attorney, and we're going to be talking about the what I'm going to call the Logan Paul scam uh, with uh, CryptoZoo. I've watched a couple of great videos on uh, Josh's channel, and what I really liked is that I, he, we we actually have a very very similar uh, a very similar opinion of whether or not Logan Paul will get, you know, could be indicted and what he would be indicted for. And also about the uh, defamation lawsuit, potential defamation lawsuit, which, you know, I check this out. Matt, thanks for having me on your show. Glad to be here. Sure. No problem. This got thrown together quick, but like I was saying um, before, I watched a couple of your videos this morning. My editor uh, Colby, he sent me the videos. I watched the videos. Really well done. Thank you. you know, really, really uh, interesting. But I think Colby sent them to me to watch because you were talking about, you were talking about, well, there was, there was a couple different videos. Well, one of them was about the, the defamation, like could, you know, um, could uh, Logan Paul sue, um, you know, sue Coffeezilla, and I was saying this almost the exact same thing you had said, which was, well, I mean, I feel like, yes, he, absolutely, he could sue him. He can sue him. Do I think it will get thrown out? Most likely. And then I was saying, and if it doesn't get thrown out, then then Coffeezilla will counter sue. And, you know, I was explaining how that would basically play out. And I was thinking that in a way, you know, you were saying that you don't you doubted that Logan Paul had actually talked to a a lawyer about this because he just doesn't really have much of a case. Well, but, yeah, okay, it's not ahead. so much that he doesn't have a case. I mean, he's not going to win his case. OK, right. but I can tell that he if he talked to a lawyer, he just he didn't listen to the lawyer in any way. Like just whatever the lawyer said, whoop, because the things that he's saying in his response video uh they're nonsense if you have yeah. spoken to a lawyer. They're, right. they're nonsense. You wouldn't say it. Yeah. Right. Well, I, you know, so I'll, I want to first talk about that. And I, I want to get to my, I'm going to give you my explanation of why I think, how I think it played out um, and why he hasn't spoken in a year. I'm not yeah. sure if you ever watched that video, but I have an interesting take just based on my background, which I'm not sure you even know much about because this came out, this came Came about so quickly. I know that well, you've been, you went to prison for 10 years longer than I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little so far. Over Sorry. 10 years longer than me so far. There's time. There's yeah. There's time. Time. I'm only, I, I'm a young man, right? Right. Ish. So, so I, I was saying that I was like, look, I, I think, 
I think because Colby had, was like, well, would he sue him? Why would he sue? If he's going to lose, why would he sue? And I was saying, hey, listen, you have enough money. You'll sue people just obviously just to harass them. But on top of that, I said, he probably knows if I sue him, he'll countersue me. We can then negotiate, you know, then we can end up negotiating or, you know, settling. And the settlement doesn't have to say that either one of us is at fault. And even if Logan Paul had to pay him 100000 or 200000 it would look good for him because he could at least allude to the fact that he won the lawsuit or that CoffeeZilla settled. From Logan Paul's perspective, he can twist that in a way to make it sound like, you know, that CoffeeZilla, you know, settled with him, even though... He really paid, you know, you know how the lawsuits are like, you know, if you especially if you settle out of court or if you settle and, and neither there's a gag order on both of them, then it may work to his advantage since he seems to have dug in on his position of I didn't do anything wrong and I'm as much of a victim as anybody, even though he probably made a few million dollars. So that was my take on that, that that very well may be possible, maybe why he said, oh, you know, <laughs> You were right about the, the the ending. Like, you know, save your money. You're going to need it. It was so. Well, let, let me ask you a question. If you're yeah. if you're Logan Paul, I want you to think like Logan Paul, which should be pretty easy because I don't know that, you know. I just think <laughs> there's not a lot of effort being done there. But just imagine you're Logan Paul for a minute. This story right. comes out from CoffeeZilla. Just imagine that you're super guilty. Like you actually have pocketed the money that the customers paid. You haven't paid the developers, whether the developers are good guys or bad guys or whatever, but you haven't paid them. Right. The game doesn't work. You have money. How would you respond publicly if you're Logan Paul to what CoffeeZilla has done? Okay, well. You remember you're guilty. Oh, I, I know, I know. And keep, keep in mind. The person I was prior to prison would have probably done something very similar to him and denied everything. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. However, since then, you know, I've realized, listen, my sp scumbag lifestyle got me in prison, which I had coming, no doubt. And I realized that really your only path to redemption is to just own up to everything and even the things that people don't know and admit that it's even worse than they think. Because if you don't come 100% clean, you're not growing as you're not going to grow as, as a person and people typically can see through the bullshit because most people, you know, they're intuitive. They can tell. So you're just fooling yourself by thinking, hey, I can spin this in, in a positive manner. Your best bet is to say, hey, I screwed up. People are very forgiving, especially if you own up to it. Yep. And that's really your only, his only chance. But he didn't do that. No. He, no, you know, he's had two public responses now, right? One is kind of a shorter video, uh, which I kind of mocked a little bit because he's he's like got the camera real close to him and his eyes look like he's been crying. Um, piercing eyes. I, I, when yeah, you yeah. said that, I laughed. I was watching that in the gym, and you said the piercing eye. And I, sorry, it was it was that was a great video. Hey, you know we we got to use what we can. He's got beautiful eyes. He he should play that up, right? 
right. No, um, he's definitely gotten very far on his looks. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably, you know, just pull away from the camera and flex a little bit here. You know, I got to show off what I got. He's got to show off what he's got. That's fine. Um, but in the, in the other video, the kind of the longer podcast form where he's on with his buddies, he says, look, I'm the victim here. I, my team put me in positions where I was doing deals with, with bad guys, criminals, and I didn't know it. And I'm, and I'm the victim, which yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, he's the leader of the project, right? right. He's got his name on it. Uh, there are some people who think that every problem is a leadership problem and saying that you're a victim is like the worst kind of team leadership. It's not going to get him out of the mess. It's kind of, I don't know. It's hard to respect. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. And what's funny is, you know, he says that, you know, I put a team in charge of hiring all of these people. And what's comical to me is like one, you put the team together and he's never specifically said who the team is, but the team is probably Jeff, his manager. He doesn't want to throw Jeff under the bus. So he keeps referring to this, this hypothetical team that messed up and hired these people, you know, that he, then, you know, it, look, that whole video is just like, it, it's, it's ripe with, with uh, contradictions and, and, and it, it just, it really just makes him look worse and worse. Okay. So when I watch his video, it makes me think that he knows that he's been the subject of a criminal investigation because okay. he has said, I can't talk about it. So listen, that's my second thing. That was the second oh. thing I was going to say. All right. Here is what, here is what gets me. Here's, here's what answers all of those questions. Now I've actually met several guys and I was actually offered, do you, do you do federal law? Yes. Okay. So uh, a pre-trial intervention. Yeah. Smart. Right? Okay. So in my opinion, in my video, I said, listen, here is what makes sense. When everything went bad and he realized that the game was not going to come out, that everything he had promised wasn't going to work out, that his developer and his the manager of the or the guy he hired, um, I forget his name. Um, there's Eddie. Um, Eddie. Eddie's there's one of the guys, and um, the other. What's the first name of the other guy? Zach. Zach. Yeah. Zach Keller. So anyway, when he realized that all three of these guys are stealing from him, and that that it's they've got their own wallets, they're taking the money, they're undermining the whole thing, and then. He realizes he's obviously said some things in text that are damning. It's a he's, he's he's planning on running a little pump and dump scheme. When he realizes he's done all that, I, in my opinion, I was saying, look, most likely he goes to his attorney because he said that he had spoken to an attorney. So I thought, look, most likely if you're making what he, the kind of money he's making, two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a month minimum. So if you're making that kind of money, you've got a lawyer on call. He probably called his lawyer, said, look, this is what's going on. Here's how much money's been taken. Here's the problem and laid it all out. And the lawyer probably said, stop texting, stop talking to anybody. Do not respond. Let me look at this. The lawyer probably looked into it, came back and said, look, there's a very real possibility 
that you've committed wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. And the best bet is for us to go to the U.S. attorney and explain the situation and see how we can correct it before you get indicted. He then met with them. There's then a six month to a year long investigation with the FBI or Secret Service, IRS. I'm not sure whichever government, whichever body they give it to. Yeah, going to be the FBI. Okay, so they look into it. They come back and and they obviously they worked out a deal during that time. And one of two things, you either pay everyone back or you complete the development of the project and deliver what was what was, you know, what's what you promised everyone at that time. Coffeezilla comes out and Logan Paul is now available or free to talk about this. He can't accept responsibility. So his lawyer probably made very sure, like, let me explain something. You cannot accept responsibility. You've got an agreement. You've told the U.S. attorney you had no idea. You worked with them. You made some mistakes. You can't now come out and co- with full responsibility because you may end up, one, getting sued. Two, you may end up getting indicted you know, because it's completely at the U.S. attorney's discretion whether to indict you or not. So your only choice is deny that you were a part of the whole thing, that it was all a scam. Don't even address those text messages and create complete the the token or the NF, sorry, the NFT. That's why he's 100 percent sure. Oh, it's coming out. Of course, it's coming out. If it doesn't come out, you're going to jail. I'd learn how to code just to make sure it came out. <laughs> Yeah. So that that's my very I feel is a very real possibility. That's a that's a reasonable hypothesis. I like it. Right. Uh let me let me let me challenge you with a question. Okay. Um so like a lot of the time a, uh the main reason that businesses don't succeed is undercapitalization, right? It it yeah. takes more to get something going than you think it's going to. Yes. Um, it seems clear to me that a, a possibility, because I don't know if this happened, but a possibility here is uh, Logan and his team, which I think is just his buddies, but whatever. I'm just going right. to say Logan, because I don't know who's on the other end of it. H- here's a theory. Logan has this idea for a game, um, and doesn't really know how much it's going to cost to build the game. Okay. Um, he starts promoting it. And uh, obviously, he's a big name. It's a draw. People, uh, because of a lack of, uh, well, you know, I'm not going to blame the victims. But some people want to invest in his game. Um right. That money comes in. Now, he's insistent, insistent that he hasn't profited from this in any way, which he doesn't have to have put money in his pocket for him to be a criminal in this situation or for him right. to be civilly liable. He doesn't have to have made the profit, okay? He doesn't have to be driving around in a car that, that he bought with the money that these people put in. But what if he undercapitalized this business severely this first money started coming in from customers and instead of allowing that money to do what it needed to do to play the game, he used that money to help grow the business. 
He like reinvested it in the business. Okay. Okay. To me, that sounds a little bit like a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> like, he, there's, he doesn't actually have a, he, he's not put enough money into the business. So when the first money comes in, that's supposed to be used in the game. Instead, he's plugging it into the business to try to grow the business, to get more money to come in to the game. So we can right. grow the business more. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I just like. I agree. But was there any money paid at all? Like there's a dispute on whether any money was paid to any of these developers. Yeah. So we don't know that. And if I'm Logan, it, it, to me, it is so simple to show here's a transaction. I put it up on screen. Here is where right. I paid these people. Like right. he doesn't, there's not a lawyer in the world who's going to tell him that he can't show honest evidence of an actual payment to the actual correct people. Like get it out there, lead with that. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I hear you, but the thing, here's the thing, taking the money and reinvesting it or taking the money for yourself or leaving the money in, in these in these NFTs or these tokens or whatever he's got it tied up in, in his crypt, his uh, crypto zoo, leaving it in there like, look, just because I bought a house doesn't mean I didn't profit. Well, like if I'm a developer and I'm building houses and I end up with half of the houses and I use those houses, those sales of those houses to inflate the value. And I say, well, I never made any money. Well, I still have 30 houses in my name. I have equity. Now, is the equity questionable? Yeah. Is it worth... 20 million or 200 million, that's that's up for debate, but I still have equity. You still have the tokens. He still got the the tokens that he bought or the NFTs. I forget exactly the sequence of events, um, but he still has the crypto, yeah, I guess it's cryptocurrency, I guess it's token, the crypto zoo. He still has all the tokens and he's saying, I'll never make any money. Like nobody has, I don't think anybody has an issue with him making money. Like that's fine. And, and but him saying, I've never made any money doesn't mean that you're not a scam artist. Like just because your scam artist, your scamster buddies or your fraudster buddies screwed you over before you got a chance to screw over all of your investors, that doesn't mean you didn't just commit a, a crime. I mean, I, I, I looked at the text messages. It's a pump and dump scheme. You're you very, you know, they're buying this much. They're going to hold it. They're going to sell it slowly. They will not sell it for more than anything that's going to affect more than 3% of the value. Like you've got, you're running a little pump and dump scheme, bro. So if the text messages show that it was an attempted pump and dump scheme yes. and it didn't work, like he, he wasn't able to pump it and he hasn't been able to dump it, but he, you know, um, what I think a lot of people don't know that attempting a crime unsuccessfully is crime. Uh, in the eyes of the law almost as bad as successfully attempting the crime. Right. I so, would say it's it's running into the bank, attempting to go into the vault. You can't get in the vault. You run back out of the vet bank. I mean, did you rob the bank? You know, that's still bank robbery. I'm sorry that you weren't successful at it. You know, you still robbed the bank. You still went in. And let's face it, he did get some money. He does have value there. There, there. He did acquire. He did acquire. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
whatever he's calling it, you know, crypto zoo or whatever. He did acquire those. He does have value. So it did work to a degree. Um, I haven't consumed all of his response to uh, CoffeeZilla's uh, trilogy. Um, but I have not seen him say something like, uh, hey, if crypto hadn't a tanked, we wouldn't have a problem here. Right. No, he hasn't said anything like that. Yeah. I, I wish that he would say that because uh, not not I don't actually wish that. But like for people who want to believe that he's not a bad actor, uh, he can just blame it on market forces. And that's like so credible. Right. You, you like no one understands why the value of crypto goes up or down. Everything seems behind a, a veil or a curtain. So if he wanted to just say, well, this isn't it. This isn't me. This isn't even the developers. Cri crypto has crashed. And that's the real problem here. Like there is a lot of people, a large number of people who, who like him, who, who would accept that without further examination. I feel like that's a great excuse that he that he's left on the table, unless he has said it and I missed it. Well, I, I no, he hasn't. Not that I've seen. And here's the thing about that: it's still to me, it because he hasn't said anything like that. You know, tried to blame it on you know market forces out of his control. Then, because he hasn't, it goes to me. It goes right back to you, like. It goes right back to the whole one. Of course, don't talk about it. Don't admit it. And you can't go on there and start coming up with excuses because you have an agreement with the U.S. attorney. So do not go and start covering and making lies. You're just going to make yourself look worse and worse in case you're indicted in the future. Like, don't get yourself indicted. We have an agreement. We have a pretrial intervention. All you have to do is make the game good and, of course, cooperate, assuming these guys are indicted and they go to trial. At this point, Logan, just don't own up. Don't lie about anything. Don't own. Don't take any responsibility for anything, for God's sakes, and make sure the game works. Like that would meet all the criteria of a pretrial intervention. And I've known a couple of guys who have done pretrial interventions. One of them ended up completing the pretrial intervention for a Ponzi scheme, then ran another Ponzi scheme, got caught. <laughs> And they charged him for the first Ponzi scheme and the second Ponzi scheme. Um, yeah. Well done. Well done. Like, you don't, it, you know, if you were born with certain stripes and you don't want to change him, that's fine. Um, yeah, listen, I think he's working on his third one right now. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll see. But it's not Logan Paul. You don't know him. No. No. Yeah. I don't know him. Okay. No. So, um, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier, uh, which I guess guarantees that, that what you said earlier is not going to get edited out or this is not going to get edited out. But in any case, you were talking about how Logan's bringing in, you know, three, four, 500K a month, we think, whatever it is. We don't know, right? Um, right. My understanding of CoffeeZilla's take on the scam is that the the people are out about two and a half million? Is that is that your understanding? So those are just the people he spoke with. Okay. There's 
There's thousands of other people that invested much smaller amounts, 2,000, 10,000, 15,000. So my estimate estimate was there's probably whatever, five, $10 million out that's out there. Okay. Well, $10 million is a lot of money um, to me. Yeah. Um, five million. No, no, that's a lot of money. But what is preventing, even if your theory is correct about a uh, pretrial intervention, what is preventing Logan Paul from saying to everyone who put money in, here is your money back. I want you to play this game in 2026 when it works. And until then, here's your money back. I'm not a scam artist. I don't want your money. I don't want you to have it. My version is that the um, that the uh, developers took it or my, my bad guys that my team hooked me up with have taken it. But I don't want your money. I want you to have it. Yeah, I'm going to make good. Yeah. Like I'll I'll take the five million or ten million dollar loss because I'm that kind of a guy and I'm worth almost a billion dollars, right? Like he's right. he's six seven hundred million dollars. That's nothing to him. And what you're signaling is it's not a loss because I still back this game. It will work. You should come back to me. We're gonna have so much fun hatching deformed weird animals online. More fun than you could ever have in real life. Um, and we want to do it together with you and I'm not going to make you be a victim. And I'm so sorry that, uh, that I had your money for a few months. Here it is back. Right. There, I right. guarantee you there is no agreement with any U S attorney that doesn't allow for the proposed criminal defendant to, to pay repay restitution. Right. You so could make yourself look so good. To do that. Well, I, and I agree with you. Here's, here's my problem with that. Cause that's come up is that I, I understand you're, you do, do you do uh, criminal law? No, no. I mean, very, very, very rarely. Now I've done it in the past, but it's, that's not, it's not my jam. Okay. Well, here's the thing. And I, I'm going to, I'll give you an example. And this is why my take is different. Even criminal defense attorneys, if they spend a considerable amount of time with criminals, a criminal is going to speak with you differently than he's going to speak to other criminals. When you're incarcerated, there's the veil is off. There is no pretense. These guys are brutal with, you, with each other. They tell say exactly how they, I mean, if you think they're scumbags out on, in the real world, imagine what they're like among one another. So I can tell you right now that you never leave money on the table. That if you can get away with not paying these people back. Now, I'm sure if the U.S. attorney said, look, you pay back this $7 million and it's all good. I'm sure that part of his negotiation to me would have been like, hey, can I just make the game good? Can I, I can fix the game. Here's what happened. Possibly because Logan would rather spend a couple hundred thousand dollars, then give him $7 million, especially if he feels like he hasn't done anything wrong, which he seems to have deluded himself into believing. Okay, so I, you're, I understand what you're saying, but you're working from a, an assumption that, as I hear it, that he's, that he's criminally liable, that, he, that his intent 
has been to perpetrate a scam. And therefore, why would he even try to rescue himself from that path by by paying restitution? Is that right? Why not just why not make why why would I pay seven million dollars to get out of this when I can for a couple hundred thousand I can make the good the game good and keep the money? Why would I do that? Like if I can if my attorney can work that deal out with you as attorney, which he probably can, I I think. And and here's the other thing. Like here's the whole criminal mindset. I'll give you an example. He built some of the nation's largest banks out of an estimated $55 million because 50 million wasn't enough and 60 million seemed excessive. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't typically commit crimes, but when I do, it's bank fraud. Stay greedy, my friends. Support the channel. Join Matthew Cox's Patreon. Did you ever see the movie War Dogs? No, sorry, man. That's okay. Uh, there's a movie called War Dogs. It's about these two uh, stoner kids from Miami. They get a m- massive contract with um, the federal government to sell ammunition for the uh, Afghan security forces. Uh, one of the kids that ended up in prison, his name was Ephraim Deveroli. Ephraim Deveroli and I were in prison together, and I wrote his memoir. So during the course of his memoir, and listen, this is a guy who is, he, I mean, it's, he is extremely intelligent and brutal and absolutely just, he has no conscience at all. So he ends, I remember at one point he had told me about a deal where the guy, he owed somebody like $500,000, let's say for the sake of argument. Okay. And he said, yeah, you know, and he was hounding me for this money and this and that. And, and I went, well, you made over a million dollars on the deal. You owe him half a million dollars. Why didn't you just pay him? And he went, well, he didn't have anything in writing. And I went, yeah, I understand that. But you told me you had an agreement with him and you told me you owed him the money. And he just looked at me and he went, yeah, but he couldn't, he, there's no way for him to get that get the money. And I went, I understand that, but you, you, you owed it to him. You had an agreement. And he looked at me and he went, and I, and I said, okay, let me explain. He said, even if he sued me, it might cost me a hundred thousand dollars to fight the lawsuit. And even if I negotiated some kind of an agreement, maybe another hundred thousand. So why would I give him half a million dollars when I know I can get out of it for 200,000 in a year from now? And I went, I said, because you're burning bridges. And he goes, Matt, there's lots of bridges. So you're, you're talking about the difference between someone with a completely broken moral compass and yes. someone who has some like kind of decency, right? Right, but you're, you're assuming that Logan Paul has some decency. Okay. I haven't seen that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> he has a lot Please of fans. To that video. Yeah, so I think here's where I'm coming from. Um, first of all, you got to understand, I don't give a, a rip about Logan Paul or his drinks or his fights or his scandals or anything like that. Like, I'm a real person living a real life, you know? I, I don't care about that stuff. But I watched right. his video, and he he is saying, like, I'm I'm not the bad guy that I used to be. Right, I've turned it around. Uh, I'm doing everything that I can possibly do to make things right. 
including um, not really talking to the investigative reporter in any way, including giving uh, vague denials that don't really make sense, including uh, not being able to explain the uh, text messages that seem very damning, uh, including not offering much of any real, no, not offering any restitution of any kind, not publicly giving real deadlines for when the game is going to be operable, uh, not producing any evidence of payments made to anyone to show that you're actually trying to work on it, uh, not explaining how you were able to go into business with people that you now say are criminals. Like, it's completely pathetic in one sense, but on its own terms, he's saying, I'm here to make it right. I'm not the bad guy you think I am. Now, your buddy in prison, Ephraim, what did you say his name was? Yes. Ephraim. Ephraim Devereaux. He didn't tell anyone he's a good guy. He doesn't go around saying, like me, trust me, please me. I'll please you. He's going to do what's good for him with no ramifications in a world of uh, traditional ethical norms, right? Like other people have value. Other people have rights. Yes. Okay. According to Logan's own terms, he is saying, I live in this world with norms. I'm, I used to be a bad guy. I'm a good guy. Well, if you're going to live in that world, you have to play by the rules that we play by, which is if you are worth billions of dollars, which are, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, which I have no reason to believe that that's true. But if that's true, then, you know, the um, financial future of the people who trusted you that, that you ruined, make it right. Like, if, right. if you want to build your brand, do just a tiny bit, a tiny bit to show that your money is where your mouth is. But it, it, it's not happening. It's so easy. Oh, my word. It's so easy. He actually could have used CoffeeZilla's expose to say, oh, well, this is where I launched my, my reimbursement campaign. Like, he could have right. he could have killed coffeezilla's story you know instead of like hunkering down and claiming he's not allowed to say anything or do anything i i i I don't know i i don't have a i guess i don't have enough of a criminal mentality that's my problem well yeah yeah um yeah i wouldn't say it's a problem but yeah yeah i i i i well, you want to be able to code switch, right? You want to be able when you're with the good guys, you say good stuff, and then when you're when you're in prison, you need to be able to just thug it out. It's funny, like when I'm sitting here listening, because I'll I interview a lot of criminals, right? Like that's what I do. I, I interview guys that you know break into ATMs, you know, rob banks, uh, run Ponzi schemes, you know, that sort of thing. So what's so funny is I can't tell you how many times they're in the middle of telling me their story, and I'm like, nice nice like nice. and then i had to stop myself and i and i'm like well wait a minute wait a minute stop what are you doing like don't what are you what are you doing what are you doing stop um but it's the same thing when i hear logan paul i start doing the numbers and i think man that 
these guys were going to walk away with like 30, 40 million dollars like this. That's a nice lick. And then I think, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a pump and dump scheme, bro. Like there's it's funny. I went on CoffeeZilla's uh, Patreon. He interviews a girl or a woman from Australia. You know, she's a single mother. She lost two thousand dollars that she doesn't have to lose. That's that's my point. Yes. Yes. What would it cost? Super wealthy Fabulous, famous, green-eyed Logan Paul to give her her two grand back. Yeah, two grand. It, it, if she is um, um, persuaded to give it to him one time, if he gives it back and gets the game up running, she'll probably come back with twenty five hundred. Yeah, and, but, and think about it. If it if the if the game does come out come back and it does end up working and it and it does well and he really puts himself. Uh, puts his uh, money where his mouth is, then the $2,000 that he's giving her, he doesn't lose. Oh, that's my point. Yes. And if he hasn't oh, already spent it on other stuff, then it's just sitting around waiting to be returned anyway. I, I It's just, it's... You know what? You know, it's, it's, you know what's funny? It To me, it's a classic example of what happens when you get famous and you start making a lot of money and everybody, you know, you have all these sycophants around you, you just start surrounding yourself by yes men. Before you know it, you start believing your own press. Okay, and now. you think you're infallible. That, that hurts a little bit because I actually have like 16 producers and fans here in my studio and they're all telling really? me like everything I do is great and I never say anything wrong. And now you're, Listen, I hear, I hear you time. calling that into question. Listen, I ha I hear, listen, do you have like, like I have a girlfriend who periodically I'm like, listen to what this guy just said in the comment section. You know, I'm like, he said, uh, you know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm wonderful, I'm great. I He listens to me all the time. He loves everything I do. And I said, right. And she'll look at me and she'll go, he doesn't know you. <laughs> you know, okay. Trust me, you're not all that. So I, I keep a few people. I have a couple of buddies around me that will tell me like, listen, you're a douchebag. Okay. People get... People get little micro, they get little little micro uh, segments of you at your best. But the truth is, you're kind of an asshole. And, I, and I'm like, eh, you know, like, I want to keep those guys around me. Yeah, It keeps you level-headed. You need, you need them around you, or you'll end up uh, proving right all the people in the comments who say that you're, like, the worst person that ever lived, that you're, well, there's, there's uh, you, you aren't actually reformed. And you figured out a way to run your criminal scam on YouTube rather than in prison or whatever. You have been you have been look, watching my stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen, there's that's ten percent of the comments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So listen, I have put out uh, uh, four videos about this Logan Paul Coffeezilla thing, and um, like I was saying before. Like I don't actually care about it. I don't. I don't drink prime, and I don't watch fighting, uh, except with my kids. And um, I, you know, I don't. I don't really care about the issues. But like, I make these videos. I know what I'm talking about. I mean, I practiced law for 20 years. I've had 20,000 clients. I'm not just like somebody getting up there and saying, "Well, here's what I think about Logan Paul," whatever. Like, I'm just talking about the law. No joke, read a comment this morning that said, um, uh, L for the lawyer, fake lawyer, 
doesn't understand the difference between a one-party state and a two-party state for consenting to phone calls. And I'm like, dude, this guy, this guy in the comments who thinks I'm a loser, he's the guy I'm trying to reach because my entire mission is to help people understand the law so that when they hear news, they can interpret it without their idiot friends telling them, well, this is what this means, or this is how this is going to work or whatever. And not going to believe the spin from the famous person who says, I didn't do anything wrong. Like just kind of thinking like a lawyer and, but this guy, I can't reach him. I like, I straight up explained the difference between one party and two party consent and how they interact in the video, which he watched because he's commenting on and he's just like, loser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I, I hope, I hope he subscribes and watches a few more videos and then maybe, maybe he learns something. Listen, that's what I always get back to him. I'm like, listen, did you watch the video? <laughs> like, did you subscribe? Like you can say whatever you want, subscribe, watch the video, please watch the commercials. I have a Patreon. <laughs> um, you know, and then it just infuriates him. I had a guy who he left this rant about what a scumbag, selfish piece of garbage I was, you know, just went on and on and on, uh, no conscious, uh, just, just horrible things. Right. And I, and at the, my response was, and yet I sleep like a baby at night. <laughs> like, what do you think you're, do you think that if all that's true, that your comment is going to upset me? Like, let's assume all that's true. Do you think that that sent me into a tailspin? Come on. <laughs> um, what I was going to I was going to say is, you know, I forgot about the two party state. Like my take on it was that, you know, like, and I don't know the exact law, but I said, let's assume that obviously he, that he, well, obviously that I, I'm not sure I'm not a lawyer. So he could not, he could not record him and he did. And he played the recording. And I said, I have a hard time believing that anybody is would even charge him. And if they if they did, what's it going to be a misdemeanor? Like, who's going to charge him? Well, so, okay. so to me, silly. You've been on the other side of that. So let me, let me ask you a question. What what state were you in when you committed crimes? Uh, I would say, uh, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, okay, Alabama. Well, okay. <laughs> did you get charged in Florida? Tennessee. What did you get charged in Florida? Yes, for 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 breaking the law while you were in Florida. Yes. Okay. Well, Coffeezilla was in Texas when he made the phone call. Did he violate Texas law? No. No. Texas is a one-party consent state. So, California has a two-party consent rule, but he's not in California. He, the, he, they can't go get a sheriff from California to drive to Texas to arrest him. You, you're not subject to the criminal laws of another state when you are in a state whose laws you are not violating. It's so, it's like so basic. Like, I, uh, like I want to teach the rules of the game to people because, because life is a game with a lot of complicated rules and. It's easier to play if you know them and it's easier to win if you know them. And there are people who know the rules and they use them against the people who don't know them. That, that happens every single day. And I, um, I've so, done that many times. Yeah. Yeah. And, and th there are people who know the rules and know how to break them. Right. And maybe Logan Paul is one of those guys. I don't know. 
But like, Coffeezilla is not going to get a California arrest warrant for something that he did in Houston. It's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, I can get like law shamed in the comments as much as possible, but I, I actually do know which states can prosecute people for actions committed uh, in violation of that state's code. And I guarantee you, it's only people who are inside that state. Well, great. I mean, either way, yeah, that's perfect. I was going to say your explanation, my explanation, that is the same thing. I, I just, I, I mean, that's perfect. So obviously, he didn't break the law at all. So right now, if he were in um, California, he would have committed a misdemeanor, and he would have been. I mean, ass assuming, assuming that he didn't get permission, which seems unlikely. There's actually a provision in the statute which says if the person on the other end of it uh, has reason to believe that it's not a private conversation, you're not guilty of a violation. Well, well they he straight up better. says, I've got my suspenders on. I'm doing my investigative reporting. Like, why would you think it's a secret conversation? And he, you, so you know, you, and you, he says on the recording, basically he says, you're a journalist. You report on news. You're a journalist. So he yeah. says, like, you're doing an investigation. So he can't say, oh, I thought we were just having a conversation. I thought we were around the barbecue. You know, I thought this was, we were just a regular conversation. I didn't know what was going on, you know. So, and so then the sheriff, when Jeff runs to the sheriff to complain that he's had a misdemeanor committed against him, and so the sheriff's going to say, okay, so then you said what to this reporter? And he's going to say, like, well, I, I didn't really say anything. I, I kind of told him, like, I really didn't have much of a comment. Oh, and you want and me I to drive to Texas to arrest someone that you didn't really right. say much of anything to, but they told you that they were making a, a story for public consumption? I mean, dude, I, I, I'll tell you what. There's perks to being famous, and Logan Paul is enjoying some of those perks, which is that you can say some really, really stupid stuff, and people are just like, oh, this is so great. We love you. I I do, you know, I I, I also want to touch on this, I, just because I found it comical, and I think you'll find it comical, is that this killed me when he was like, like, Jeff said all these things, you know, all of these things, you know, he said these things, it was an illegal phone call, and you're going to be sued, and he he dis discarded the phone call. He discarded that. And also, these guys are also criminals, so you can't trust their word. Never addresses the text. But here's the thing, and this is what killed me. I said, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of of the DEA getting a search warrant for your house for a house, going into the house. Ra they raid the house. They find a meth lab. So they find a meth lab, they arrest you, they get you downtown, they get you to the courthouse and come to find out that the address was the wrong address on the search warrant and everything gets thrown out. So it was a legal search. Does that mean that you didn't have a meth lab? I mean, we're talking about two different things here. You still have, you're still, you're still making meth. Like you still ran a scam. Doesn't matter if the illegal, if the guy was a, you can't trust his word. Doesn't matter if the, if even if the phone call was illegal, like all of these things that Logan Paul brought up, none of it, regardless of all of that, it's still a scam. <laughs> hey, the number one, the number one, def like 
But I know Logan Paul didn't have a lawyer help him with his defense speech because right. the number one thing that he leads with is um, CoffeeZilla did this for, he, he did this reporting for views and um, fame and ultimately to make money. Which is uh, everything that he does. Okay, yeah. I, I just would like you to start out with I haven't committed any crimes or stolen money from my fans. Like, I just want you to lead with that. Just lead with that. It, maybe, yeah, maybe you bring up that um, that CoffeeZilla is profiting off of, off of the story. Later, lead with, lead, just, just please, just please lead with, I'm not a scam artist. And if you can't lead with that, don't don't say anything at all. Um, but I will say this: um, uh, many times when uh, journalists, whether they work on YouTube or at a newspaper or a television network or what have you, uh, report on a high-profile crime or scam or whatever, um, later those reporters, they get a paycheck from the newspaper or network that they work for. Do, yeah. Does it make their reporting less valid that it's their job? Like, CoffeeZilla is self-employed. He, he better go find famous people to report on. It doesn't make it not true. It makes it smart. Like, I, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it was pretty clear. Like, it's pretty clear. And if you go to his Patreon and everything, like, it's it's so clear that he covered all of his bases. My my problem is we are failing to account for just how stunning Logan Paul's eyes are. The dude, he has a piercing stare. Look at me. I'm just I'm just a guy. I I can take my glasses off. You can't even zoom in on my eyes, but they're just human eyes. They're not that impressive. They're not gonna they're not gonna launch some hundred million dollar uh business like he has but he can get the camera in his face and just say whatever he wants and it looks sincere but like if you think about what it is it is nothing it's just farting in people's faces basically i i think we should i think we should wrap it up with farting in people's faces <laughs> that, that's wait do you want me to actually do it because uh no 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 you don't um, okay. I mean, I, I listen, I, 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 I mean, unless you do you have anything else you want to say, I'm sorry. I was going to, I mean, uh, I 100% want to encourage people to go watch my Logan Paul videos. Oh, absolutely. No, listen, they're way better than this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no, you, you did a great job. Your editors did a great job. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, you really take apart the, uh, the whole thing and, and, um, Oh, you have to, I, I only watched, you said how many videos? I only watched two of them. I did a short one a couple of weeks ago, and then I did a longer one that's like 20 minutes long. And then this week I did two little short six or seven minute ones, um, and they've gotten some traction. I'd love for people to watch them. Uh, I have a very young YouTube channel. I've only been at it for about a year. I would love people to subscribe. Um, my, my passion is helping people understand how the law affects them in real life so that they don't ever have to hire a lawyer. They can get free legal advice from YouTube ahead of time. So that's what I'm all well, about. And, and it's, it's super entertaining. Like, I mean, you're, you're like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of YouTube 
channels out there by lawyers, but yours is done very well. It's 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 entertaining. It's it it, it really grips you right away. Uh, it you know visually, it's fun to watch. Like it's it, it's really. I'm I'm just saying because when he was like when Colby told me, "Hey, I got this lawyer," I thought, "Ah oh, man, I don't want to watch a video about a lawyer." And I was like, "Wow, this is like real. This is really good." Hey, thanks so much. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My my editor's got to step his game up. He really. Oh, ouch! Yeah. Ouch! So I gotta talk to Colby. I mean, he'll probably cut that, that part of this conversation out. Oh, this—that'll never make it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, you know, listen. Nobody's watching my videos because they're hoping for professionalism. Uh, I I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, yeah, I thought this was great. So thank you. I really do appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. I hope it's not my last time to be on your channel. And I hope uh, no, I hope I see some of your viewers migrate over and watch watch some of my opinions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and look, if you want me, you know, you want me on your channel or anything, or you ever want to, you ever need the advice of a criminal, I'm available. Like I'm, <laughs> everybody's like, you, you should say former con man, former. I don't say that because like an alcoholic, you're still an alcoholic. I'm just not drinking right now. You know, like I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not active. Well said. So yeah, definitely. If you want me on the uh, show or anything, definitely. And, and, and absolutely let's say, let's face it. Things are going to keep coming up. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to keep reaching out. Yeah. To so here's what's going to happen. Uh, Logan Paul is going to get sued by the investors. Uh, I a hundred percent can guarantee it's happening. It's a guarantee. And we should talk about that lawsuit sometime. That, yeah, that would be great. We got to wait for it to come out, but yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good to see you, Matt. All right. See ya. Hey, I appreciate you guys watching. And if you like the video, do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell so you get notified of videos just like this. Leave me a comment in the comment section. And I respond to almost all the comments. Obviously, I have Patreon. I have a Patreon. It's in the description box. I also have all my true crime books, my own personal memoir also. It's in the, uh, in the description box. And for America's Lawyer, I'm going, we're going to leave the link to his YouTube channel. And they, he's got some really uh, good videos. Well, I mean, I watched two. But the two that I watched were, were done super well. And he's very entertaining. And it's not boring. And it's not what you typically think of a lawyer's channel as being. So, you know, it's honestly it could very much be kind of a Graham Stephan type, type thing. Because when you think of a, a real estate agent, you don't think of exciting. But you watch Graham Stephan's channel and super cool. So I, uh, I once again appreciate you guys uh, watching. So thank you and I will see you.